Welcome to my podcast, folks. My podcast is thought-provoking, useless information. It's a podcast about nothing. If you're new, welcome. I do this every 1st and 15th of every month. If you're a loyal listener, then thank you so much for your continued support. A special thank you to all of you that um, listened to my Father's Day podcast. Had some really nice compliments. Um, It was an emotional one, but I needed to do it. And um, if it helped you, uh, terrific. If you haven't listened to it yet, um, please go check it out. It's on uh, most of the social media platforms. Um, Anchor, Google, Spotify, that's where you'll find it. Um, You know, in my first podcast that I had, I talked about how music plays an important part in movies, uh, in the soundtracks um, of the movie. Special placement of songs help enhance the scenes. Um, You know, and there are videos out there on YouTube where they'll show you a scene with the soundtrack in there and then the scene without the soundtrack and man what a difference that makes it makes a huge difference that's how important music is to movies but what if we flip it what if we flip it and see what kind of impact does the movie make on the music ever thought about that well, I believe it or not, I never really thought about it until about a month or so ago. A good friend of mine, JP247, um, he said, Hey, Michael, why don't you do a podcast on movies that made the music? And I thought, that is really interesting. So a special surprise on my next podcast, which is part two of this podcast. We're going to invite JP247 on to... Uh, participate. This podcast here is going to cover movies all the way up to 1979. And then my second podcast on uh, July 15th is going to cover movies uh, from 1980 to current. If you grew up listening to Roger Ebert, Roger Ebert, uh, Siskel and Ebert, uh, movie critics, if uh, you grew up listening to Casey Kasem, Rick Dees, Um, If you grew up listening to the radio with your cassette in the cassette deck with play, record, and pause all set, waiting for that song to come on just before the DJ announces you're set to go and he announces your song and right after he's done announcing it, you hit record, then this podcast could be for you. So anyway, um, you know, you'll see that you'll remember the song because of the movie. And you, you know what? You may not even remember the movie, but you'll remember the song. And maybe you'll even say to yourself, oh, my God, that's from that movie. You may go out and stream the movie and, and, and listen to the song in the movie, you know. Hopefully this podcast will inspire you to think about it, maybe create some memories of when and where you saw that music, that movie, or when and where you heard the song. So anyway, I found it so fascinating in my research, you know, um, that you're going to find a lot of actors and actresses that keep popping up in this podcast. And 
you'll also find that there's a lot of music artists that continuously pop up that wrote some soundtrack um, theme songs to these movies. And one of them is known as the king of the soundtracks. And that's going to be part of my music trivia at the end of the podcast. So hang in there. Um, Some of the songs that you're going to hear, they were hits when they were released a long time ago. And then they kind of, you know, faded into obscurity. And then that movie brought it back to life. So you take a scene and you take any scene and you put a specific song in that scene and that scene will make that song a hit. Now, if you take that same scene and you put a different song in there, that song will be a hit. See, you know, that's why I titled this podcast Movies That Made the Songs Famous. There's so many songs. Um, and so many movies, you know, I kind of got geeked out on this and that's why I said I got to do this in two podcasts. Um, so the first one, we're going to take a look at movies going back to 1942 and there's only one back there that I can find and you'll know it, um, unless you've been hiding under a rock and, um, you know, you may not know the movies, but I know you'll know the songs. So here we go. Let's do it. Let's start in 1942. The name of the movie, White Christmas. Yep, White Christmas. And that's when Bing Crosby released the song White Christmas through the movie and still to this day, what, almost 70 years later, uh, it's still famous. I find that, or 80, what, almost 80 years later, it's still famous. So now we're going to venture into the 50s and 60s really quick here. Uh, 1955, uh, Sidney Poitier, uh, loved him as an actor, um, had a movie called The Blackboard Jungle. And in that movie, Rock Around the Clock by Bill Haley and the Comets, that song became very popular because of that movie. And then if you kind of fast forward a little bit to the 70s, Happy Days, um, when you had Rock Around the Clock, that song was actually inspired by this song, Rock Around the Clock, uh, by Bill Haley in the comments. Let's get into 1964, Mary Poppins, uh, starring Julie Andrews. Here's a long title, but this song became very famous. Supercalifragilisticexpialidocious. Yep by Julie Andrews. And then Julie Andrews again. Here we go. Back-to-back years. 1965, The Sound of Music. Starring Julie Andrews. She had a big hit because of the movie My Favorite Things. And believe it or not, that is a holiday song that you could hear at Christmas time. And it's still played to this day. And all because of the sound of music. Uh, we'll jump forward one more year, 1966. Man, I love this movie. I'm a big fan of Dustin Hoffman. John Voight, Dustin Hoffman. It was the first triple X movie to win an Academy Award for Best Picture. Now, back then, triple X in the 60s is like rated R today. But back then, it was considered triple X. And... Um, the name of the song, Everybody's Talking by Harry Nielsen. And again, this is a double winner here. He also got a Grammy Award for Best Song 
from that movie. So the movie won an Academy Award and then it won a Grammy Award for Best Song. And then let's go up one more year, 1967, The Graduate. Love this movie. This is like one of the first movies, like when I, I watched, saw it as a kid, I considered it an adult movie. The Graduate, Dustin Hoffman and Bancroft. Big hit, Mrs. Robinson by Simon and Garfunkel. The whole soundtrack is Simon and Garfunkel, but this movie basically catapulted their career to superstardom. So many great songs in this movie, perfectly placed throughout the movie. Right now, while I'm talking about it, I can remember certain scenes um, when he's in the pool, just laying on the raft, sound of silence, you know? I can I can picture that right now. Uh, we'll jump ahead a couple years, 1969, Easy Rider. Peter Fonda was in that movie. And the great group, Stephen Wolf, Born to be Wild. Yep, that movie catapulted that song into the charts. And another movie, the last one for the 60s, 1969, Butch Cassidy and the Sundance Kid, Robert Redford, Paul Newman. Raindrops Keep Falling on My Head by the late BGA Thomas. We lost him a couple of weeks ago. Um, Oh my gosh, he was an incredible singer. This movie here with that song um, shot him to stardom. As we approach the 70s, which is around, you know, when I grew up, um, 1971, Shaft, Richard Roundtree, and the theme from Shaft with Isaac Hayes. Um, you know, Isaac Hayes was already big, but that one made him even bigger. And you know what? The the interesting thing about Isaac Hayes is that he was an R&B singer who also had a few disco hits as well um, in the late 70s. So there you go. 1971 Jeff. 73. Oh, my gosh. This movie is amazing. American Graffiti. Harrison Ford, Candy Clark, Ron Howard. Um, I just saw this the other day on TV, and it had inspired me to insert this into this podcast. Some of the great songs. There's not even one song that came out of this movie that was good. They were all good, and they all came back to life. Um, Songs like Chantilly Lace by The Big Bopper. Uh, I Only Have Eyes for You by The Flamingos. Um, Only You by The Platters. Um, There you go. And there's so much more. Check out that movie. It is really good. 1973. We'll jump ahead. Uh, No, we'll stay in 73 the way we were. Barbara Streisand, Robert Redford. Um, The song was The Way We Were. Big hit by Barbara Streisand. She was already famous. Um, So this was just an icing on the cake for her. Um, This one won an Academy Award for Best Music. 1973 James Bond movie, Live and Let Die, starring Roger Moore, and a cast of beautiful women, Paul McCartney and Wings, Live and Let Die. That was a big hit. Paul McCartney was already famous, but this song was in the movie, and it was another huge hit by him. Here we go, 1976, probably my all-time favorite movie of all time, Rocky. Won an Academy Award for Best Picture. And 
Bill Conti had a big hit. Um, can't really call it an instrumental. Um, there's a chorus that sings in there. It's mostly an intr- instrumental, but it's the theme from Rocky, Gonna Fly Now. That's the, the big hit that made the charts. And then here we go. Remember I spoke about artists um, whose names keep reappearing. 1976, A Star is Born. Barbara Streisand, Chris Christopherson. The song was Evergreen. My opinion, and this, you know, this could be controversial, but I think this movie, this version, was better than the 2018 movie with Bradley Cooper and Lady Gaga. That movie was depressing. (laughs) And way too many F-words in it. Um, But The Star is Born from 1976 was actually the second of three. And the first one starred Judy Garland. But this one is my favorite. And another blockbuster, 1977, one year later, Saturday Night Fever, starring John Travolta. Big hit, Staying Alive by the Bee Gees. Now, the Bee Gees were big already, but they became bigger. And they basically was the sound of the disco craze. Um, Great soundtrack. Sold over 25 million copies in just three years. Some of the artists on there was, um, like I said, the Bee Gees, Yvonne Elman, Walter Murphy did the Fifth of Beethoven, Cool in the Gang, Casey and the Sunshine Band, the Tavares, the Tramps, and Rick Dees. Here's a little music trivia about Rick Dees. Rick Dees had a hit called Disco Duck. It was in the movie. And I've heard Rick Dees say this. Richty says that one of the biggest mistakes he ever made was not allowing that song to be on the soundtrack. Because if he would have left it on the soundtrack, gave permission to use it, he would be very, very rich. 1977, The Spy Who Loved Me, James Bond. Another James Bond movie, Roger Moore. Lead actor, played James Bond. Big hit, Nobody Does It Better by Carly Simon. There you go. We're going to finish out with 1978, the Buddy Holly story, Gary Busey. You know, all of Buddy Holly's music made a resurgence because of this movie. Now, the critics, and when I say the critics, the critics loved the movie. They thought it was great. But the people closest to Buddy Holly said this movie was nowhere near parallel to Buddy Holly's true life. And they were actually upset that this movie was made. And they had fought for a long time to get a movie made about the real Buddy Holly and the true story. There's actually a documentary out there um, that Paul McCartney did about the real life of Buddy Holly. You got to check it out. Actually, Paul McCartney owns all of the rights to Buddy Holly's music. So check that out. If you're a Buddy Holly fan and you want the truth, that's the uh, movie to watch. It is a documentary. 1978, Grease, John Travolta, Olivia Newton-John. The big hit that came out, well, there were so many hits that came out of this movie, but the biggest hit is Summer Nights by uh, Travolta and John. But it's got one of those great soundtracks, right? We go together, hopelessly devoted to you. Beauty School Dropout. Um, When I'm DJing, one of the songs that I play from the soundtrack 
all the time when I'm doing my big community events is we go together. It's like a big group participation song. It's cool to watch the people do that dance. Um, so that's a great movie. But believe it or not, I have never seen Grease. I have never seen it. I don't know why. I just haven't seen it. Um, 1979, The Rose, Bette Midler. Um, and the song that was a big hit, The Rose. And supposedly this movie was uh, loosely based on Janis Joplin's life. Um, but if you haven't seen it, you got to check it out. One of my favorite songs in there is uh, Midnight in Memphis. And now this one is for the kids, 1979, the Muppet movie starring Kermit and Miss Piggy. And the big hit out of this, Rainbow Connection. Believe it or not, when I do my community events, when I'm DJing them, I'm always playing this song. And there's so many different covers out there. But the one that I play is this one by Kermit the Frog. Oh, it's great. It is great. 1979. This is the last one to end out the decade or for 79 the movie is hair um the fifth dimension had a big hit now keep in mind the fifth dimension was already big but this song here closing out the decade aquarius let the sunshine in so there you go that is my portion taking you from 1942 to 1979 yes i left out a lot of movies I could be doing this for days and days and days, but um, I tried to select the ones that I really liked. If there's any ones out there that I forgot to mention, um, just message me and uh, maybe we'll cover it in a later podcast. Maybe we'll do a third one. We'll see. We'll check out your response. So this day in music history, 1976, like uh, I mentioned earlier, Paul McCartney purchased the entire Buddy Holly Music Collection. Check out that movie documentary narrated by Paul McCartney with a lot of great interviews with family and friends about Buddy Holly. 1987, um, the Grateful Dead's In the Dark album came out and I was never really a big fan of the Dead. I like their song Truckin'. I play that a lot when I'm DJing. But What's so special about that? Their only song that went into the top 10 in their entire history, it reached number nine on the Billboard charts, and that was A Touch of Grey. Um, and it was the only song to reach the top 40 of the Hot 100. I was never a big fan of The, de- of the Dead. Um, they're, they're touring again, and believe it or not, John Mayer is with them up on stage. He is part of the dead. And uh, I've seen some videos. Check it out. It's pretty cool to see a current artist jam into some old tunes um, by the dead. So music trivia time. Here we go, guys. Since I spoke about Kenny Loggins and, you know, he had a um, quite a few hits. Um, he is known as the king of the soundtracks and we're going to learn a lot more about him in our next podcast because that's where he will really broke out um with a lot of great hits from movies in the 80s here's a little uh trivia about kenny loggins and the big uh, song called house on pooh corner 
You know, Kenny Loggins was part of a group called Loggins and Messina. Kenny Loggins, Jim Messina. Um, but The House on Pooh Corner, which is a great song, is a song about him growing up and about the time he graduated from high school and was moving on. And he actually wrote that hit as a senior in high school. And when he graduated from high school, he became a songwriter and he made about 100 bucks a week, which... I don't know, back in the 70s, that's not a lot of money. I mean, it's not bad, but it's not a whole lot of money. Um, the Nitty Gritty Dirt Band, which is kind of a Southern Rock top 40 group of the 70s, and I'll be doing a podcast on them later on, uh, they uh, wanted to record it, but believe it or not, they couldn't record it because, once again, Disney uh, wanted to put a stop to it because they own the rights to Pooh. But talk about good karma and being at the right place at the right time. About the time that all this was going on, Kenny Loggins was dating a girl whose dad was actually an attorney for the Disney company. And when she heard the song and talked to her dad and expressed the frustrations that her boyfriend, Kenny Loggins, had in wanting to record it but couldn't do it, Disney actually released the rights to Kenny Loggins to record that song. So there you go, you know, being at the right place at the right time, having a little good karma on your side. One more bonus trivia. Since this podcast was about movies and music, here's something interesting. Here's a movie that inspired a hit. Now, even though this song was not in a movie, the movie E.T. inspired Neil Diamond to write Heartlight. Great song. I remember going to see that in Newport Beach, California, and it was amazing. Anyway, guys, there you go. That's the end of the podcast. I know we're coming up on July 4th. Have a safe and fun July 4th weekend. Coming back on July 15th, we're going to do a second part of this podcast on movies that made the music, and we're going to start in 1980 and go all the way up to as current as we can get. And my special guest is going to be JP247, the man who inspired this podcast. I'm looking forward to doing it with him. Until then, take care, and thank you so much for listening. Remember, keep the music alive.